uh, I'll tell you, uh, I read some of the Wikipedia article on Andrew Gross. And I'll just summarize that. He was born in Manhattan in 1952. And I, I had forgotten that he started writing it with James Patterson, I think maybe, or, uh, he certainly had a part. He certainly had some books that he wrote with James Patterson. I don't know. If he was, everybody. Well, That's why his name's so familiar. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, uh, and I do remember reading some where he was subtitled with Patterson and, and liking those books. But uh, uh, I, I, I personally don't read a lot of James Patterson anymore because he just <laughs> he just turns mm-hmm. them out. He turns them out way too fast. And mm-hmm. I, I, I know I've told this this before, but I still laugh every time I think when Stephen King was on uh, on Stephen Colbert the other night and being inter- interviewed and. Uh, he was talking about his book, uh, that last book, The Outsider, right? You know, it's it's a real long book, and, and Colbert was saying, well, "How many, how many hours did it take you to write that?" And then Stephen King said something like fifteen hundred hours or something like that. And he said, "It's not like James Patterson who writes one in seven hours." And he said, "No." <laughs> and then, he, then he said, "No way." He said, "No way. That's that's two books." So you know, he really he really he really hammered him. So you know, <laughs> but, so the, the latest King book is the The Outsider. Yeah. yeah, the the outsider. Yeah, yeah. It, and it's on Bard now too. It, it was it was really oh, good. good, but uh, oh good. I mean, it, it it's really good if you if you well, read the Mercedes the Mister Mercedes trilogy because it's got one of the characters from yeah, that. The oh, I did. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Oh, do you, do you have to read the Mercedes tr- tr- uh, the Mercedes trilogy to understand the outsider? You, you, you don't have to know, but I think you okay. really get to like the character that's in. Oh, this okay. One from that book, but uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, but anyway, yeah, in fact, I just finished the third one not too long ago. Okay. All right. Well, a- a- anyway, Andrew Gross, I think he may have written some of those murder mystery. Maybe he co-wrote some of those, the, that murder mystery series that James Patterson's names on. Uh, uh, but anyway, I, I picked that up and I, I, I didn't get a whole list of everything he's written, but, uh, 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 but I, I do like his stuff, and I've read something else. I've read at least one other thing by him. He's in my, he's in my spreadsheet where I write down all the stuff Alan, I read. But uh, one, uh, one of the things he wrote was a uh, co-wrote was eighteen seconds, and okay. I think I'm, most people had to read that. That was when when all the electricity was out, uh, knocked out because of uh, some type of weapon, and and the part of the country was had no electricity. Okay, I, I don't oh, think I've read that one. Yeah. Okay, but uh, oh, I, I, I do like his stuff. I mean, I, I, and well, I won't get into this book, but uh, 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 I have enjoyed stuff that I've written that he wrote with James Patterson. But anyway, that that that's my intro to Andrew Gross. So, uh, and uh, uh, so I'll open it up. Let let folks tell us how they like the book. <clears throat> okay, I'll start. Okay. <laughs> Um, I found the book real depressing. <laughs> I, I liked it. It's one of those things that it was very interesting. It kept my it kept my interest, but it was so sad. So many sad things happened in it um, that uh, and that whole time in New York. It probably still exists, but I've read enough of that early twentieth century stuff of New York with the, the, the organized crime um, mm. was really a huge major factor in the lives of the newly arrived immigrants. And I, I just, 
it just makes my blood boil that people can do such horrible things to other people, you know, even in terms of taking a business um, as in this case and, and just deciding that, well, this person has worked all their life building this business up and it, we're just going to go in and take it over and, and ruin him if he doesn't let us. So I found it, <laughs> I just found it very disappointing and very frustrating. And, and um, we'll talk about specific characters later on, but that's, it was a good book, and I'm glad that I read it. It just wasn't very uplifting. Yeah, yeah. Well, and I agree 100%. And it, it, it's, I really get irritated with the people like that side character that was, that, that, you know, that met with them to try to get the union in that, that are always, I mean, people can rationalize any kind of behavior. And we, we all know it. And it's it's just it, it still pisses me off all the time when they do it. Yeah, especially 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 when you know the kind of stuff that was going on like during all the all that all of the crime stuff during the thirties and as yeah. expressed in this book. But so does I, I felt kind of stupid. I, I, I'm not a real big fan of gang kind of stories. Some people, well, I was talking to, to to people at the beginning here before everybody got here. Some of you are huge fans of like the Godfather movies and stuff like that, which I mean, I'm, I'm sure it's a fine film. I just never have been a big fan of gang based stuff. Right. I, I, I'm, I'm reading this book and I'm thinking, button man. Yeah. Okay. He's, he's in clothing. He's a clothing man. That's, that's what why, I thought. You know, all button man. Me yeah. too. I, I, I didn't that's realize, I I realize it was a hit man until later. Until, until. Right. The, yeah. So, yeah. Right. So uh, but, interestingly uh, enough, my husband knew right away. He said, Oh, button man, that's a hit man. I said, I, I always thought, I thought it referred to him, you know, cause he was in the I, garment. I, <laughs> oh, right. oh, oh yeah. And the, and the one other thing I forgot to mention, Andrew Gross's father and his maternal grandfather, were in the clothing business, so uh, oh wow, okay. they were part of a big, a part of a big firm that got to got to be like a billion dollar in sales. I think it said. Oh no, no wonder uh, he knew so much about it. Yeah, right. Like, right. He must have done a lot of research, but uh, well, I, I, I think he actually did. I think he actually worked in the business for a while before he became a writer and stuff. So oh, okay, uh, that, I, I should remember this. That's kind of a critical part of what I read. But anyway, okay. Well, who wants to go next? I really uh, like the book, and, and that's why I recommended it. Right. I like the author's style of writing. I thought he put his plop down in the right in the apartment of uh, uh, post World War. I mean, previous World War One uh, Jewish home, and uh, he he just kept the story going. He painted a very realistic picture. I thought our what seemed to me to be a realistic picture of life in those uh, days for certain people, you know, a, a certain people in certain neighborhoods and stuff, how they had to fight. And I, I guess some of that stuff goes on now with gangs and you have to, when you're walking oh, yeah. across the blocks, you got to run because you got the wrong color on or, so, oh, or yeah. something. But uh, right. I, I um, also like the, realism that he brought to the book by including real live people, real live gangsters and stuff. And Thomas Dewey was in the book. Of yeah. Mm -hmm. And I remember him as being such a good looking man with that little mustache and real cold black hair. And if there had been television back there, I think he would have been elected president. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, he, he lost to, uh, Harry Truman. Truman. Yeah. Harry yeah. Truman. Oh, that's right. 
Yeah. I, 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 didn't even, I didn't even realize that was the same duty. Yep, same guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, th- I think TV and your, the image you present to the people on TV these days are so important. And he was so good looking, you know, and he was really popular anyway. He was a gangbuster, you know, uh, real, for a little live true. I wonder whether whether that is important as we thought it was. I mean, when you consider that the current president got elected, and he's, I'm told, not that good looking as well as being Our orange. He's not. Yeah. He's not. No. Um, somebody got in trouble the other day uh, when they did his picture and put it on a newspaper and a magazine somewhere. They increased the color of orange and they went into his tongue and <laughs> made it red. red. <laughs> Evidently, they say he looked like the devil. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's fitting. Well, that's not surprising. I really don't think it's, maybe it isn't as important as we thought it was. You know, I think some presidents got it because they were good looking, but um, that that can be bypassed. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, back to the book. Right. I I thought that. uh, Sorry. uh, uh, That's okay. uh, Someone go, because I had a thought, but I've forgotten it now. Come back. (laughs) <laughs> okay, uh, can I go next? Go ahead. Uh, no, why not? All right, um, because, okay, I'm new, but uh, this is very enjoyable, I think. And uh, anyway, uh, yeah, I really like the book. I like to read a lot, and I did like the story. I thought that the the characters in the family, anyway, were very um, easy to identify with, you know, each of them in the family. Um but it, it's interesting that um, with uh, the gangsters, um, his friend, Morris's friend, Irv, uh, when, you know, Morris discovered kind of what he was up to, it reminded me of um, Whitey Bulger and mm-hmm. John Conley. You know, John Conley, the FBI person that helped out Whitey Bulger a lot. I don't I don't know if you're familiar with that. Yeah, Whitey was that Boston Irish mob guy whose brother was the head of Boston University or something, and I think even the brother was helping Whitey. It was quite a scandal. Rotten. Mm. Yeah, but the FBI person yeah, he, that helped he was out the most yeah, was, was uh, Connolly, and Irv kind of reminded me of of him. Yes, like a, a, a facilitator. Right, right, Exactly. But I did like it a lot. Um, okay, well, well, that, was, next, that was Pat. Um, that was Pat, I think, talking right. So, yeah. So, go ahead, yeah. Danielle. Yeah, I was really glad. I actually picked this one up in a hurry because somehow I missed the original announcement that we were going to be picking it. And, um, so I, but I was glad that I read it before the meeting. Uh, I didn't get the significance of the button man until later in the book. So, um, but I was glad to know that he was able to move up in the world and, you know, from his childhood, but at the same time, those people, the mafioso gave him no choice. They really gave him no choice. They just went in and ravaged everything that, and I, I, I hated that. I hated the way that turned mm-hmm. out, but, um, mm-hmm. it was a very good book. And so thanks. Like throwing yeah. acid on furs. That was so sad. 
Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I like the, oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was just going to say, I, I like the book. I, <clears throat> I found it somewhat depressing, of course, but I did like the ending. You know, I, 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 in fact, I really thought Morris was going to die in that, in that river. I really, I did too. But anyway, I really, uh, I did like the book. Uh, I, as, uh, as I think it was you, Alan said that you, uh, well, I did watch the, the Godfather. I couldn't get as far as Godfather two, but I did watch the Godfather years ago in college mm. and I did, it was okay, but I'm not a big mafia gang person either. Um, but I, I did like the book, especially the ending. I really like the, so I think what you guys think, I really like the narrator here. To me, he sounded he was like good. He was good. He yeah. was good. He, he was a very good narrator. Right. He was yeah. either Jewish or he was Irish or he was uh, 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 someone that worked in the fur factory or he was. Or the gang. <laughs> I He's got an excellent thing, I can't remember. I anyway, have... but I didn't, I didn't get a, a little link about Button Man until you guys told me this morning, this evening. I mean, oh, <laughs> well, I'm just now catching on. It mentioned at one point Button Man. Yeah, right, right, right. only one point in the book. But yeah. my, again, my husband this afternoon he goes, "Oh, Button Man, does that refer to a hitman?" And I said, "Yeah, but I didn't get it at all." <laughs> I Neither they, they mentioned it, but I was too thick to catch on. I had to look uh, yeah. up the Urban Dictionary, and I've heard that reader. I've heard that reader quite a bit before, um, because he uh, narrates a lot of the uh, James Patterson books, which I do read a lot of. Mm-hmm. Uh, so. Yeah, I'm familiar with him, and I know he's very good. So, David, you, did you check out Button Man yeah. in the Urban Dictionary, too? Yes, and yeah. that's what it was, I hit Man. Right, right. Oh. Yeah, I, I think I think it may have been, there may have been one reference in the book where, yeah, well, was it just Char- Charles Workman? Was Workman the guy that was the that was the killer? Yeah. That, that mm-hmm. I, I think they may have referred to him as the Button Man. I think it was him, yeah. yeah. Yes. Well, there were yeah. so many of them, you know, that any, oh, of, any of them could have been yeah. the Button Man. <laughs> but I think yeah. it was Workman. Life was so cheap. Yeah, no, yeah. no kidding, no kidding. But uh, well, what yeah. I liked about the book was the reality, um, because these are the things that, lest we forget. Um, you know, I, I really thought that he brought out everything I had read about what was going on in the first, uh, the, the early nineteenth century, the starting of unions and. Mm-hmm. And how how well they were, how much they were needed, and how some were were honest and some were just not. And um, it just struck me as being very real, very very um, to the point. What was sad to me, though, speaking of the union, turning unionism, which is such a good thing, you know, when it's done right. Into such a violent extortion. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it was using you know, unionism so badly. Especially, that's what it was. Especially in New York back in that day, and that's right. why Thomas Dewey made his name breaking that stuff up. Chicago was bad. Oh yeah, Chicago yeah. was bad too. <laughs> right. We had several. We had several bad cities back then. Life must have been very hard. You know, I was really, I was really uh, kind of, th- what, a 12-year-old boy's got to go to work? 
That oh, was yeah. Not, a quit that was not unusual. No, that was yeah. back then. Was That's what I thought, though. I thought was, uh, things must well, especially, be really especially, good. Especially, um, well, this is back must, in the day where Irish and, I mean, these, this, this, people who formed the gangs, the Irish, the Italian, and the Jewish communities were really kind of shunted into that real ghetto experience. They weren't, they were not immigrants that were welcomed with open arms, mm-hmm. especially back in the early 1900s. So they had they to find like, their way through. Yeah. And right. My grandmother, my grandmother was not an immigrant, but when her father died, when she was 11 or 12 years old, she had to quit school to go to work to support her mother, mm-hmm. her grandmother and her um, two bro- a brother and sister. That's just the way life was. People with jobs must have been real plentiful for a kid to go out and get a job. Though, if they would hire a kid at twelve years old today, I doubt if he could find a job that helped pay pay well, very there, much. There are child labor laws. Yeah, yeah. 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 exactly. Can't do it now. Don't do it now. Right. Okay, I have a question in terms of people's opinion of Harry, the the younger brother. Um. He was weak, and the mother messed him up by always blaming him for the death of that other one. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. But, yeah. yeah. See, the, the, the thing that really, it was difficult for me because I understood Morris's anger toward Harry. I did, too. I, I got it completely. I'm glad he was able to find forgiveness, being able to see that Harry really was a damaged person. But Harry messed him up big time. And, you know, he worked, he worked so hard. I mean, Morris from the, you know, sweeping the floors and learning the business and building the business. And then Harry came up, really messed him over. Uh, Practically put him in bankruptcy. Well, uh, he yeah. could have caused bankruptcy, but he didn't. He just went back and promised everybody, I'll pay you every dollar, dollar on dollar. Just give yeah, me a time. But, uh, but it, it just, I felt so bad for him. Refresh my memory. It's been a, about three weeks. Harry got him in trouble with the mob, didn't he? Yeah, he burned yeah, out the factory. Yep. Right, because Harry was was yeah. weak, as you said, and the mob came and distracted Harry and right. got him out of there. That's right, and then they burned him and, yeah. right. and paid off the policeman. Yep. The, thing, right. the thing about right. Harry, he was given some responsibilities, some more and more responsibilities, and then that particular night, they told him... Uh, Hey, stay, in here. stay yeah. in here. Nothing. But uh, one of his buddies called him up and said, hey, we got to go to the racetrack. I got the things. tickets. We'll go down to the racetrack. It was a fight. It was, weak it was a fight. To stay there. It was a fight. Yeah. That's right. right, right. Went to the fights. Yeah. And he really wanted to see that fight. Listen. So he left the building. But he did lock it up. That, but they right. just were able but to get Leo, in. He but yeah. he shouldn't have left him. it. He wasn't supposed to leave, though. Right. <laughs> right. Right. He'd, been, he'd probably just been killed earlier if he'd stayed because yeah, the, ma- the, yeah, ma- exactly. the warehouse manager right. let him in. So, yeah, he would have been there. So, uh, right. so who would have known? But, uh, well, uh, well, I'll, I'll, I'll jump in. I mean, David, were you finished talking about your thoughts? I'm the oh, I'm sorry. Sure. No. No, I would just point out one thing because I've been agreeing with everybody. I looked up some of these people were real. This Louis Bockholt or whatever his name really yeah. was involved in Dutch Schultz's murder. Right. And the guy who was thrown out of the window, they called him Abe Langer, but I think in real life he was Maury Langer, but of course they couldn't have to. Okay, right. That, that okay. really did happen. Oh, wow. wow. That was chilling, wasn't it? That was yeah. It was. Oh, yeah. 
Absolutely. That was killing, and, the, and those guys at the candy store were, were horrible. Oh, they were killing oh, kill oh those two God. guys. Yeah. Oh, that was, uh, oh, my God. But, uh, yeah. but, uh, but I like, like the rest of y'all, I, I really enjoyed the book. I mean, I, I, this is one of those kind of stories that I just really couldn't put down. When we have a character like Morris Rob, and, you know, I mean, how can you not like the guy? I mean, he, he, yeah. he, he stood up to everybody, and he did the right thing. He worked his fanny off i mean he never stopped and, and he uh, lived into uh, his 90s uh, yeah and he, he was just yeah. a, he was just a likable character i mean of course you have all this other mess you have to deal with it that's very very depressing and sad but uh i mean it, it's part of what part of our history and stuff i, I mean i think it was it's probably as bad as it's presented here uh oh I, yeah i, I don't, I don't think it was over it wasn't over dramatized i mean we had all we had all that stuff probably but uh worse. So tell me on that that one scene when he first stood up to those guys in that alley where the guys were throwing playing cards and stuff. Who who were the bad guys that he stood up to? Was one of them that Burkholder guy? Was he there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yes, and yes. Was, Char- was Charles Workman yeah. one of the ones there? <laughs> no, yes. Okay. Was, no, was, oh, no, Workman wasn't there at the when Work- they were kids. Those other him. two, those other two were thugs. I think who appeared. That Jacob on, guy was there. Yeah. Jacob. Uh, they were, the, they were the high, yeah. stupid muscle who was okay. the one. Uh, the one big guy whose lighter got left. The one big guy whose lighter got left at the, when they when they trashed the front well, that was, factory was that was, was Oscar. Um, Oscar. Um, uh, shoot, what's his name? H. Hammett. H. Uh, H. Maybe H. Maybe. Yeah, it was Hammersmith. 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 Okay. Okay. The way the lawyer. Irving or whatever his name was, his father had to pay protection money for, to Lewis so he could walk him to school through all the yeah. gangs because all the ethnic groups hated each other. The Irish, Italian, right. Jewish people right. all hated each other. Right. I've, I read now other places where that is so true. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, uh, in the Molly Murphy mystery series, you always hear about the Italian and the and the Irish gangs fighting against each right. other and going swimming right. in the East River, and so it's it's right. set in the same time period. So a lot of this stuff is is fact. It's just brought it into to a fictional story, but it's it's how life was. It's like oh my gosh. About <gasps> about uh, uh, the author has always has a little license, you know, to do, and his characters will do whatever he wanted to. And the only problem that I had with the whole book was when Morris was shot, shot in the leg, shot in the shoulder, threw in the threw in the river, <laughs> and he swam the river, oh, he, across the river. Don't forget he was stabbed. 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 Then pulled out. Then he And then he wraps that big heavy chain around the yeah. around the. Uh, and I was no, rooting for no. him the whole time. Right. <laughs> yeah. I'm just belief. I, I, I was rooting for him. And right. plus, the gun was going. You know, he was trying to shoot the oh, gun underwater and oh, underwater, yeah. underwater. Yeah. Right? Uh huh. Please, that was that was bizarre. But that's how this stuff yeah. works sometimes. Well, I think I, I actually think some guns can be fired underwater, but I, I'm no expert. I don't, I don't have one. Oh yeah, yeah. Why not? But, in, but, you know, in the yeah. older days, you pow- get your powder wet. Not anymore. You know, it's all. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. Was, that was 1912 or 1920 something. 1930, yeah. Yeah, but it's, it still had sealed carpet cartridges back then yeah. and so, pistol, uh, pistols. Right, right. So I, I, I'm not sure whether that's possible, but obviously the fact that he'd been stabbed about three times and yeah, shot a couple shot of times, a couple yeah. times, and, and yeah. he swam all the way up to the north uh, 
North oh. underwater. Yeah. And I'm like, really? Right. right. When I read but that, you know I thought, what? That just shows what? you what adrenaline can do. <laughs> Not only that, he probably got scratches or, or, or got stabbed in a place where he didn't start bleeding. I mean, this does happen. Yeah, right. Yeah. Well, that, well, so I, I, I chose to to suspend disbelief. Well, yeah, you have. Yeah. yeah, I mean, sure. I don't think any of us wanted him to die. So, I mean, the, Plus, the water was the water was really cold too. So maybe right. that and that would help. And yeah. Jacket, oh yeah, that would help slow the bleeding. Yes, yeah. 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 His, ja- his jacket protected him somewhat from the knife ones. I think they, they said yeah. that in the book. So, right. So, yeah. See now, yeah. now I can yeah. believe it. Now we're okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh good. Okay. Yeah, we're good now. <laughs> but the, the book would have come to a scr- screeching halt if he had died, though. So yeah. But other than that, <laughs> other than that little scene, I found it all very be- believable. Uh-huh. I think the part I liked best about that scene was the the fact that he had been given that that panhandler guy a, a dollar every time he came out he's the one that kind of came in and saved him you know came in and yeah saved him. yeah i like that yeah i thought that was yeah. a nice touch now uh, now there there there's the other thing i thought that um that he managed to get out of the elevator one time and then uh and then um, um lewis and and workman pushed him back into the elevator I think that's right, and then I think the, the, that that guy came in and the, when the. But when then, the, then when Willie, what was the 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 uh, panhandler, the drifter? Right. And then that was like that they weren't. <coughs> excuse me, that like they had not been in the elevator the second time at all. So that that kind of mixed me up for a second. But I'll right. tell you something that I thought was really real. When Buckles gets Harry and he says, "Hey, come on, old Harry, come on." Buddy, come on, they've got something to talk to you about. And he took them to back in the alley uh, behind the uh, their hangout, you know, where they are. But no one was there at the time. Mm-hmm. And then he just executes him. That yeah. was real as real as it could be. You know, yeah, and, yeah. and the narrator, the narrator in there made the voices sound so real. Well, that, yeah. was, that was that was that was that was Mindy and that Oscar guy that shot him. I think wasn't it? Oh, Mindy. I'm yeah, sorry. Was it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mindy. Mindy. Yeah, right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They worked for just right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Buck Holzer wouldn't have done that. He would. He would have delegated that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That was Mindy. But they're your buddies. You know, they've been with you for years. You drink together. You have women together. You do all things together. They're your friends. Yeah. Then you shoot them. Yeah, yeah. then the you back get, of the head. I I don't know. I just can't. Oh. Execution. That yeah. was horrible. Yeah, yeah that, that that was a horrible scene. I mean, you, you, you had to feel sorry for Harry because oh yeah, I mean, I mean you, you wanted to be mad at him because you know you people have to you, people have to you know, overcome obstacles and do for themselves. And he right. but yeah, you know, he he was just he was carrying that. Schmiel was that his brother's name? That yeah, you know, ever since he got Schmiel, 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 It's not a name I'm familiar yeah. with. So. Me neither. Yeah, what, but, what did you uh, think? What did you think about the scene? Harry's um, doing his last job. He's in he's uh, w- w- another part of the city somewhere, and he's in front of that store. Uh, our nightclub, I think it was, and no a restaurant. And those two guys get out, and they say, "Stay here, stay here, don't don't move." Oh, and yeah. they go in there, oh, and yeah. starts, you know, there's there's trouble going on in there. And then he looks at us, this review mirror, and there's a cop car slowly coming. Oh, that's right. That's what and, when he was doing the, the when they went over to kill. Uh, yeah, 
And Harry's thinking, should I run? Should I go? Yeah, no, Harry wanted to run, but, uh, yeah. but it was, was it Mendy that said, no, you can't leave kind of yeah. thing? Yeah. 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 And yep. Went and turned the story around. Yeah, Mendy's oh, the one that should have I mean, the one that should have executed. Because I, I think, think Buckholster Buck knew he was give, giving him a line. I think they knew for sure he was the one that had told him to leave. Because, I mean, they, they knew Harry well enough to know that he wasn't going to. Yeah go against uh, what yeah. the other guy told him to do. So. I, mean, I, I agree with it, Alan said. I, I felt sorry for Harry, but he made some really bad, I mean, we all have to, his, yeah. the mother was the real culprit in that. I mean, how, you right, know, how right. can you, in front of one twin, tell the dying, the dead twin, you were always my favorite. It's like, I mean, yeah. you know? right. yeah. And so I felt really sorry for Harry, but Harry made bad choices that really screwed everybody up. So it's, sure, he sure did. Yeah. It, it was a real, you know, it was a real conflicted thing. I, I didn't, I didn't want Harry to die. I really wanted Harry to be redeemed and somehow, you know, <laughs> and, I'm still and rooting for Harry, but he didn't make I us. Was, I was too, but that, that kind of is, is human nature. You kind of, right. you know, yeah. people yeah. slip off the wagon or whatever and go back on. And Yeah, they gave, they yeah. gave him every opportunity. I mean, they, yeah. they, kept, yeah. they, kept, they kept trying to pull him up. So. Yeah. 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 I thought he was very human. But yeah. then more, I thought, I thought it was really unfair. When he yeah. was in that, when he, he was in that car, when he was in that car, though, the, yeah. the scene to me was so realistic. He was sitting there, you know, waiting for them to come out. His uh, yeah. hands and knuckles were tight around that wheel. And for me, I sweat nearly bust out of my forehead. Yeah. You know, I'm thinking, go, man. Get out of the car. Don't, uh, don't go. Don't go in. And, uh, and it was I, a very realistic scene yeah. for me. I did not agree with the family that kind of blamed Morris for Harry getting pushed back into the gang. That I no. think was unfair. No, no, Harry it made his own decision. But that right. was the only thing he knew other than working. Yeah, but that wasn't Morris's fault. And Morris blamed Morris for that. And I think that was unfair. Yeah. But Morris just said, okay, you're my my brother, but you're out. You're not my brother anymore. Not no. part of my family. But he and didn't give any other option. That's the only <sighs> thing Harry knew was that gang life. Yeah. Okay, that's fine. That's, that's fine, but that's not Morris's fault. No, it's not Harry Morris's fault. Harry endangered Morris's whole family right. and his business yeah. and everything. Yeah. So. Yeah. I mean, well, Morris didn't have another choice to make. The, the the one thing that was really telling about Harry, I mean, other than the fact that he ended up getting killed, was after he had done that job, he was like feeling kind of puffed up and stuff. He was feeling really important after he had driven the getaway car and stuff. He yeah. Was, uh, I mean, that, that just that just stated volumes about about him and stuff. He was just he was weak right. and he was just uh, he had his looking, he had looking. put putting importance to the wrong things. So but, uh, that's what he thought he was the button man. Yeah, because he completed that job. His his priority screwed up. Yeah. Uh, when he was with those folks, though, he felt so good. They were out drinking. They got women. They seemed to have money for the most of the time. He didn't have a lot, but they had a lot, and he was right mm-hmm. along with them, like a little kid. Uh, actually, you know, in, in elementary school, and you got one kid that's really popular, and all the other kids follow him around, do what he was, what he's done. And they feel good if he pushes a kid down, and all of them feel really—they're really great because of it. And it was—he's like that. Only he was an adult. 
So is are, are there any particular scene? I know we've we've talked about a lot of the different scenes as we as we've chatted. I like any the nightclub uh, scene where where um Maury met the woman he would later marry. She she and her uptown friends. And, that uh, was nice. That, that was, was yeah scene. yeah yeah. That was probably the sweetest yeah. scene in the whole book. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> one of the roughest was when he sat in a truck with a shotgun, waiting for those guys to open up the back of the truck to. Oh yeah, and they had the stink bomb and, and yeah. Uh, yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. but I, 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 I did like that scene you 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 referenced, David. That that, yeah. that was that yeah. was excellent. You, so you, the you, girls you could, in their glamorous nineteen. Oh yeah. Clothes, and she said how her friend from Columbia wouldn't have gotten in except that her the friend's father bought a building or something. I yeah. That was right. Right. <laughs> you right. could almost hear the jazz uh, group playing yes. in, in those. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I could almost. Picture myself being there. And you uh-huh. can see the you can see the mobster sitting over on the table yeah, in the corner yeah. by themselves and stuff. Oh, yeah. dresses with their beaded necklaces and bangle yes. bracelets and short yeah. dresses and their uh, shingled hair. I, 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 one of the things that I really liked was when Morris was first getting started out, and he was he was bartering with that man that was trying to give him a job and stuff. I thought that was a great scene because here's this twelve year old boy. I know nervy and, and, and nervy and of course. Uh, you know, his, his mother's there with him and stuff, and he and he's, you know, uh, I guess if he hadn't had a good reference, he probably never would have been hired. Remind me why he did. Did the father die? I I forgot again. Yeah, the father the father died early. I think. Yeah. Okay. So, and uh, but yeah, I, 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 I thought I, he was going to die in the fire at the at, at the temple, but he didn't. He died later. Okay. But I, I really like that man that gave him that first. I mean, I, I like the scenes between Mars and. That couple that had hired him and, 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 yes. and that factor stuff, those, those, were, those were very well done, I thought. Yeah. Uh, Did the father die from injuries sustained in the fire? Or I don't think died? so. No. Okay. They, never, they never really said. Oh. Yeah. I don't, I don't think I don't think he was too big in the beginning of the book. Mm-hmm. At the very beginning. He, was, he did not play a prominent role in the story. I don't he even think he was no, either no. Down, in the book. A very big role. No. Did he? he was either downplayed or dead. Yeah, I also liked uh, back uh, when he was 12 years old, his mom took him to get the job at the Coke factory. And, and I really kind of liked the owner of that. He was, you know, uh, pretty sharp with him. You're going to have to do a good job and uh, we're going to get rid of you. And you you can learn if you watch, just keep your mouth shut and watch. I liked the owner and his wife who kept all the books and everything. And the chief mm-hmm. Well, even then, Morris was a real negotiator. He was like, <laughs> "Yeah, spoke up for himself, didn't he?" Yeah, yeah. But uh, any, any other scenes that, uh, that 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 were favorites for anybody? I'm trying to think uh, myself, but uh, I think we I, I think, think we pro- covered a lot of. I them. think we I think we can just be glad that we aren't living in those times. Oh, Thank God, <laughs> yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. It would have been interesting to hear Michelle's take on this since she still I'm lives in New York City. Some people, for some people still in the ghetto. Or Joni. Are living in oh, yeah. Right. Oh, does right. Joni live in New York? Jersey. Oh, well, New Jersey. New Jersey. Yeah. Different. Yeah. yeah. So you have to watch out for Dutch Schultz. Uh, that's, what, that's where they keep yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So. But, uh, okay. Well, uh, I'm trying to think. I think we've covered. Uh, I think we all, I mean, other than the fact that we had to suspend disbelief, we we, we liked the scene where he 
where, where you escape from the guys. And, we all yeah, like so it. Like, yeah, yes. yeah. But, you uh, got a winner, Ladon. Yeah. 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 Great, great recommendation, Ladon. Thanks so much. It was good. It I was thoroughly good. enjoyed it. This is one of those books that I love a book where I can't put it down and stuff. And this was one of those. That, uh, right. And it's one that I, it's one that I would not have read if it hadn't been for the book club. So I always appreciate those, you know, I would me too. Oh, I wouldn't have read this if I hadn't gotten it for book club. I would have passed. Right. <laughs> so okay. nice. Well, any, any other last comments before I tell you what we're reading for next month? Okay. 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 Well, I, I've actually, Picked one and I've already read it, so uh, uh, you, you, you may have heard about it because it's been talked about on DB Review. It's called "Where the Crawdads Sing," and it's by Delia Where Owens. Where the Crawdads Sing, Delia the, Owens. Yeah, and the DB number is nine two two four five. Nine two two four five. Nine two sure four five. Nine two two four five. Two four five. No four. No, it's nine two two four five. What did I do? Yeah, I've already, down, I've already downloaded that one to my phone, but I have not started it. I've yeah. got it I have to wait a little bit, or you know, you can't can't read them too too far ahead of time. Uh, yeah, I know. I don't know what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna have forgotten it by the time we talk about it. Yeah. But, uh, uh, it, well. It, it, uh, like I got, I've started the mystery one. I hope I remember it for the mystery group. Oh, which yeah. is the mystery? Is that the uh, murder pass too? Cat in the stack. Oh, I'm already on to the third in that series. I love this. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, good. Well, we'll be meeting on February 19th at 9 p.m. Eastern. But uh, okay. this book, I'll give you all a little, little hint about it. I mean, it's got a little bit of everything in it, but it's basically about this young girl that grows up in the marshlands of North Carolina, kind of gets abandoned by her family. And uh, there's it, it jumps back and forth between like 1952 and 1969. But uh, she's like a she's like six seven years old in 1952, and that's okay. where it starts. And then it and, and, and in 1969, one of the one of the uh, and all this happens early on, so I'm not giving anything away. One of the fair haired boys of the little town they all live in. You know the college football. I mean the uh, high school football here and all that stuff ends up. They find him dead at the bottom of a, 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 a of a like a fire tower kind of thing, and oh. it jumps back and forth trying to them trying to figure out what happened to him, and then this girl growing up and stuff. So it eventually goes into like 1970. There's a trial. There's a little bit of legal stuff in it. There's a trial in it, and there's a lot of human relations. And it's just a good story. I thought the I thought the narration was very well done. It's a commercial audio book, and uh, I thought it had a really uh, well. I'm not gonna say anything more, but I, I really liked it. So I, I, I think you'll like it. We'll have a lot to talk about next month. So, where are the crawdads sing by Delia Owens nine two two four five. Okay, now is there a, a book this Friday? Yes. A tree, and grows that's a tree, tree grows in Brooklyn. Oh, right. I love that book. Oh my you know God. What? I just started reading it like last night, and uh, don't stop. Okay. <laughs> that's all I'm going to say. But I'm, I, I really like it. Okay, I read it twice. So I'm and not what are we read it. Okay, Love and Ruins is for novel idea. Okay. Oh really? Okay. Okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to try and, and catch up on all of these. Well, uh, good luck. 
Now, in, <laughs> in between all these books, I'm trying to read things that I want to read. I think a Tree Grows in Brooklyn is for novel ideas. That's the one that meets on Friday. Right. Novel ideas is this Friday, and that's uh, a okay. Tree Grows in Brooklyn. Oh, my gosh, you're right. I think okay. Lo- Love and Ruins may be fiction old and new, I think, for for Right, for next first, month. Yeah. February. Yeah, first Friday in February, okay. right. right. The only okay. kinds I don't do are science fiction and fantasy. Okay. Well. Okay. When does the science fiction meet? I don't do fantasy either, really. But when does the science fiction book club meet again? It meets the second Thursday of each month at nine p.m. Eastern. Oh gosh. So That's it, why it, I always miss it because I think I don't. I can't. I've got Tuesdays and Fridays etched in my mind, and Sundays are getting etched in my mind. Now I got to add Thursday. To that. But 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 Liz, Thursday, the science fiction book. Everybody reads their own book and then goes right. back to right. right, right, right. So you, right. you can you can read whatever you want to. So I gotta. I've been. I, I, it's not like I don't go to enough book groups as it is, but I started going to the science fiction one too. So I gotta. I gotta come up with a book to read for that. For well, they time. they meet oh, time we I'm do our one. OTR stuff. So I I don't I will not go to that one because that's my OTR well, night. What was that? So I'm, I'm reading one now by uh, William Forster, Forty Eight Hours. It's it's interesting. It's really good. So <laughs> I don't want to say I'm behind. Uh, I don't want to say I'm behind, but I'm reading A Wrinkle in Time. Oh, that's it. Yeah, that's, that's a cool. Yeah, Nineteen sixty-two. Yeah, I read that. I read, I read that in the last couple of years. Ladon, do you have a question about something about? No, no. I was just saying. Someone earlier mentioned something. I think was called one hundred twenty-three seconds. That probably was eighteen seconds. I think it was eighteen seconds. Yeah. Uh-huh. 18 Seconds by Andrew Gross, I think. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Andrew Gross was one of the two. The other one was Forstchen. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Well, I'm going to have to check was- out some more of Andrew Gross's stuff because he's. He, he, I like his – I mean, I like his butt man was great. So. Mm-hmm. Well, that book is scary to the point that the military people are saying, yes, it could happen. Huh. Which one? 18 seconds. Oh, okay, yeah. Oh, yeah. There's a, a lot of these uh, future dystopia, you know, dystopian kind of things. That's if you ever want to really scare yourself to death, read some of these things because it could happen. It yeah. Can. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like like one that has a, a terrible flu that comes and kills everybody. The stand. Six or seven people. I, I think. Yeah. The stand. I read, yeah. I read yeah. one. I think it was bird flu or something that came in. Yeah. And the lady's husband went and got it. And then all her family, uh, uh, her husband died and everything. And then she had to figure out how to survive. Yeah. Oh, wow. It was, it, was just, it was just around the corner. Right. That's true. Well, Allison Braithwaite Condi is very good. Which one is that? Matched Trilogy. M-A-T-C-H-E-D? Is that what you're saying? Yes. It's matched. Matched. Crossed and then reached. It's okay. trilogy, and it's by Alison Braithwaite Condy, and uh, it's dystopian literature. It's really good. Oh, good. Thank you. Now, which okay. book? I'm sorry. I was. Um, Matched Trilogy by Alison Braithwaite Condy. Okay. And the first book in the series is Matched. Matched. Okay. I, I don't want to get too optimistic, so I do read a lot of dystopian stuff. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm, I'm not a big fan of dystopian stuff. I'm not a fan. Okay, well, the, but I don't read much, but I am a fan. Yeah, I don't read much because it gets me depressed. <laughs> well, Dan, 
Danielle's giving a thumbs up. So I'm gonna have to give us. That's when you breed a cat, a, a cat in the stacks. You, you got to intersperse the light, the, the fun <laughs> ones in with these dystopian things. Right, exactly. <laughs> Let diesel you. help you get over it. <laughs> oh, diesel! I need diesel right now. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so diesel's the name of the cat, I guess, and the, the yeah, okay. yeah. Yes. Oh, you haven't read it. You're not gonna read it, Alan. I'm. I'm I'm gonna read it, but I just uh, I, I'm always just uh, like a day or two. Well, Liz is a uh, super oh, nice person, yeah. so she, uh, you know, so she, I'm yeah. I'm in like eight. I'm well, in like eight, eight, eight book clubs a month, so I'm always struggling. I understand. Yeah. I it's, I uh, yeah. Plus, I've got one that I meet with in person actually every other month. Right. So uh, I have yeah. two that I'm supposed to meet with in person, and I just don't make it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I'm coming, I mean, I'm, I'm coming, on the phone. I'm coming yeah. and trying to read most of these books with the book reading groups too. Right. Yeah, but that's but it's only eight books a month. This, and uh, I I read 105 books a year. So yeah. Oh, yeah, good for you. you. you oh, that's great. Well, I made it. I made it to 70 this last year. So I was, I don't keep track, but I I know it's no more than I know that it's no more than 40 or 50. I used to read probably 100 books a year but with, with now that i'm you guys are gonna think i'm so decadent or whatever but i've been getting into netflix a lot oh yeah and, oh. and so i've got, got my, some great stuff there too so. my ham radio and you know the computer and i just i mean this was before this was before bard this is when we were getting all the books on cassettes i would have oh like 15 or 20 books in, oh, me too. Piled up in there, and uh, I would go through <laughs> all of them, and that was before computers mm-hmm. or anything. So, I, I still do. I, I because there's nobody to, you know. Yeah. I turn yeah. it off when the phone rings. Um, otherwise, yeah. I'm. I got my book on from eight o'clock in the morning until eleven o'clock at night. Mm-hmm. That Netflix. You, you said you watch Netflix, and, oh, and yeah. I, I've been trying to watch uh, uh, audio described uh, movies and stuff. Yeah. I, if my wife sighted wife wasn't sitting next to me watching that same darn program with me and helped me understand the the narrations doesn't seem to be enough for little uh, and, and, well, and for you some of them yeah some of them some are better really than others yeah, yeah. right better than others. it just depends and some and some and movies are just hard to describe i mean especially the right and stuff in them so. yeah and the method acting where you don't speak out, you murmur when you want to or when, when it would be a murmur situation. Right. And if you got the least little thing wrong with hearing, what did they say? Right. Yep. Yeah. Well, you I know, just... I can't, I, I used to think, well, I'll get up and fix dinner or do dishes or whatever while I'm watching this, whatever on Netflix. I can't, you can't do that because and it's like, so, yeah. you can't understand, you know, if you're in the other room, you don't know what they're saying. Right. Yeah, no. I, I, I was watching one uh, last night, and it's a brand new show, but, uh, well, it's brand new to me. Everybody says, oh, man, that's great. Marvelous Miss Marvel. Oh, Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. Maisel, Maisel yeah. yeah. Maisel. And I'll tell you what, though, um, she's uh, 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 going down there, and she entering this club, and pretty soon she's talking to a bartender. I don't know that's the dang bartender. And another thing, that bartender was a female, and she had a very husky voice. I thought it was a man. Hadn't been for my uh, wife. I went, I said, what, what's going on? Well, she's talking to the bartender because she brought in her a roast or something. 
And then, right. uh, and then uh, they would change scenes. Like she's upstairs in her apartment, and now she's downstairs talking to her father. She How the hell did she get downstairs? She brought in a brisket. It was a brisket, not a rose. Until he lo- until oh, that's right. About it. Yeah. yeah. You know who I think does a really pretty good job with audio description are the BBC people. Yeah. A lot of the BBC things are audio described. Yeah. Now, you have to listen carefully because some of the accents are really hard and even the description. But, they're, but they do a nice job of describing things, I believe. BBC mm-hmm. seems to do really good with everything. Their podcasts are top-notch. You're, yeah. Europe's always ahead of us when it comes to helping folks that are yeah. that, that yeah. need help yeah. and stuff, I'm thinking. Yeah. I mean, they're so good, I've actually thought about subscribing to BritBox just because we, love, we watch a lot of BBC stuff. <laughs> I, don't, I don't watch a whole lot of BBC stuff. I just uh, uh, haven't gotten into it. But I don't well, like the British comedies, but I love oh. the crime dramas. Oh, my goodness, they're so good. Well, I'm going to thank everybody and say I, I, okay. I'm going to say good night because uh, okay. I, need, I need to go. But thank you all all for coming, and I enjoy the conversation. But I well, I'm looking forward oh, thank to you, Alan. Yeah. Oh, thank you, Alan. Thank you, Alan. Yeah, I think uh, y'all like the Crawdad book, I think. Yeah, I, 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 if y'all want to stay and talk a little bit longer, I won't, I'll try I to sign out. It. I'm just going to close. But no. uh, if you want to keep talking, I think you can. But anyway, good night. Somebody else will take good a night. Good night, Alan. Okay. I'm right. going to go, too. Good night, yeah. all. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to log out too. So um, yeah, me too. I think I'm going to get back to uh, oh, a tree grows in Brooklyn. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I've got right. I've got to finish that before the, the the meeting on Friday, and then I'll start the mystery. Oh, bridge, yeah. Guess. Okay. So. Well, maybe we'll see you. Well, well, we'll see some of you Friday. Yeah, I'll be there. Me too. Night all. Night. Alert, Alan Lemon has left the meeting. We need a button.